book your driving lesson now at dla-driving.co.uk. Welcome to Owen the Town, my name is Dave. This is what we're going to talk about tonight. It's kind of weird, isn't it, that we didn't have a game this weekend. A bit of a shame that we didn't manage to get to the Kenilworth Road and uh, play Burnley. But you know what? The weekend went quite well for Luton Town. And uh, I don't want to tempt fate, but we're not in the relegation zone. So that's <laughs> all good, isn't it, boys? Lots to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to have a little chat about uh, Tim Grohl joining us from Norwich City. Um, we're going to have a look at Chelsea game coming up as well and a little bit about club news. As always, uh, we have Bataro and Steve with us tonight. Hello, Dave. Thanks for yeah, coming David. out. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. All it, good, mate. All good. We're out of the relegation site, like you said, so we're happy. <laughs> it was, for me, it was quite bizarre. I mean, I'm, we've got to get used to this, haven't we? That uh, there'll be weekends when we're not playing. Obviously, next week we're playing Friday, not Saturday. Or this week, in fact. Uh, Friday, not Saturday. And uh, we're going to have those days where we sit there and you watch match of the day or you're watching the scores go up. And they, you, for, for once, you're looking at the Premier League scores going, that's really going to affect us, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think a bit too early to be saying, like, uh, looking at teams. But I think we've also got, without being rude, a certain few teams that we think could potentially be down there. Not saying they will, but you know we look at certain teams. But that's all we do at the moment. The chat we had about Brighton last weekend, um, and we talked about how we were depicted by the the pundits and things, and mm. then Brighton step up at Wolves and smash them four um, one. Did you notice a little bit of difference in the way they reported that? Because I think I did. Yeah, I th- there, there was a little bit. It wasn't naive. They've got to learn. It was just Wolves were poor on the day, and uh, and Brighton were exceptional. I mean, Brighton are a bloody good team. You got to say yeah, that. Of course, you got to yeah. say that. So, you know, it isn't one of the fixtures that we would have uh, targeted for points. You know, it's a shame that we let in the two late goals. But you know, as we said last time. Steve Sidwell, ex-Brighton, who'd done the commentary on the radio. He was talking about Luton being very, very good, really good shape, very hard to break down. So absolutely there's positives there. When we look forward, it's always daunting when you look at the next few fixtures and you, you're thinking there's ones there that are coming up that we do really need to get the points from, Batara. I mean, Gillingham aside, which we know we're going to put out a different squad, I would imagine, part give the other mm. people game time. Maybe we'll see people like Ross Barkley starting on those games. Um, the next five are important for us, aren't they? Absolutely. I mean, look, every game's important. We know that. And um, like you say, you're looking at these fixtures, you've got Chelsea away. Are we really expecting anything from that? I mean, if we can get a draw out of that, lovely. But we're not expecting that, especially after the weekend that they have, they've just had against West Ham. Yeah, you, it's gonna be you, tough. you've got to think there's going to be yeah. some sort of backlash. I mean, you know, they did have a lot of the ball, um, all the radio people banging on about mm. Chelsea not buying a striker, you know. Yeah, of course. Um, so who knows? Who knows? It'd be nice to think that we've got some master plan where we can yeah. eke something out of the I game. Also, I also do, gentlemen, I do fear it a little bit because, you know, when a team's on a bit of a, well, bit of a, bit of a bad run, so it's never easy, is it, going up against a big team that, 
they've got a point to prove. But look, the thing is, Chelsea aside, right? West Ham at home. First home game back in the league. Lovely to get something out of that. Mm. Three points, I can see it now. They're better because my mate's a West Ham fan as well. I'd love to give him a shot the rest of the weekend. But yeah, anyway, Fulham away. It's difficult. Yeah, yeah, given what happened there. last time we yeah. went to Fulham, it would be a difficult but then, situation. Yeah, but they were on the crest of a wave, though. Mm-hmm. Um, not had, of course, not had the best of starts this season. So, good side though, still. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, th- I think yeah. it's much more of but, a level playing field compared but, to last but time. These these next four teams are the ones you're expecting to be sort of there or thereabouts with us at the moment, given the way that Everton has started, given the way that Wolves have started. Mm. Although Wolves play very well against Manchester United. Yeah, well, Manchester United just super poor. I was I was talking to a friend of mine who's a, a Man U fan, and he said that you know they're they're not good at the moment. He no. said Man U are not good. But the only thing is though, Wolves. Right, I know it sounds ridiculous. A lot of people are tipping them to go down next season or this season, should I say? But they have players in there with pace. Mm. They're very direct when they want to be. Like you say against Man United. I know what you're saying. Obviously, your friend is Man United fan, but whatever. But um, sitting there saying obviously like they were poor in the day. But for me, you had to give Wolves credit, Dave. We watched it. I yeah, you watched yeah, it, Steve. Yeah. Well, yeah, we watched it on the night, and yeah. I tell you what, they were—they were running rings about running United, and they should have had a. You know, let's not go over yeah, 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 There yeah. should have been a penalty there, yeah. without a, without a shadow of doubt. A lot of people are saying Wolves are down at the end of the season. I'm not so sure. H- hoping so, you know, hoping I lose a few more players and not replace them. But yeah. who knows? Who knows? It's all speculation. It's all pretty difficult this time of the season to 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 even think about the teams. I mean, obviously, everyone's saying us and Sheffield United, and you can see the reasons why. Yeah, yeah. But let's let's think about... Uh, let's let's talk about Chelsea right now. Let's talk about that Chelsea preview right now, and we'll talk about Tim Crawl in a minute. Um, Chelsea's start to the season, uh, a one-all draw against Liverpool, and then the defeat at the weekend against West Ham. Uh, did you watch those games? Did you see any of those games? The West Ham-Chelsea game? Yeah. I saw that. And what was it? Why you said that? Sorry, Dave. Uh, one one at Liverpool, or versus. See, see, they're they're taken that. that. That's not yes, a bad result did, yeah. at all for them. I think that's pretty decent. But yeah, I think they'd they'd have been fuming about the West Ham one. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we, I think we discussed obviously pre podcast. I think we said, you know, they did dominate West Ham in large periods of the game. Got nothing out of it, but you know, that's you know, if you, give credit we, to the well, other team we, as well. You learn very quickly in this division if you don't take your chances, <laughs> especially when you're a top player as well. Like that, that yeah. these are very, very good players. But I'll tell you one thing against Liverpool, they got away with a few bits, though. There was a handball as well. Nicholas Jackson, I believe, came from a corner. Have you seen it? No. It won't go there. VAR, shocking. <laughs> it was blatant handball, right? They've given nothing, but it is but shocking. You know. the, the VAR for me has been really shocking this season already. Terrible. Already, you know, the, the wolf situation, the one that you've just mentioned. Um, and the problem I have with it, and I've had it all along with VAR, and I'm still there, is that you sit in that stadium, you don't know. Mm. You literally don't know. Everyone's at home seeing it all back, you don't know. But they're not consistent enough, and it, it was it was there to take that that doubt away from stuff, and it's just put more in. Yeah, but wh- wherever you've got human intervention, it's gonna it's gonna be flawed, and all it's done is just take the uh, inconsistency from the referee. To the other referees, to some referees in, in a cupboard looking at computers. So yeah. you know, it's it's not changed the dynamic of the game at all. It's just moved it away from the referee to some other people. Um, Batara, I know that you're full on watching the Premier League at times, and and you you know a lot about their players. Uh, is there any players at Chelsea you think we should really really look out for? I mean, to be fair, if Sterling performs like he did the other day, then yeah, you've got to worry about him because this guy looks quicker than ever. 
He looks confident as well, which... Uh, he's been off the ball for quite a while, yeah. but he did seem more back he, to his old self, didn't he? He was a live wire, wasn't he? He was, mm. he was sprinting past people. He was taking two on at a time. He was, but look, I mean, we know Chelsea have got players. Look, they spent... How much they spent at 1.1 billion or whatever on players? We well, know this. Can I just make a point there? They, they, they're nearly a billion pounds. Mm. And when you say that, a billion pounds, people just throw it away like it's nothing. Yeah. yeah. They have a little bit, to be fair. Well, I get that, and uh, we can, we understand that the way that they're manipulating their books, it might come and bite them on the arse at some point because you know they're just trying to lose lead at some places. However, a billion pounds—it's not even Joke. in your mind how much that might be. And my favourite stat is the difference between a million and a billion seconds. A million seconds is twelve days. A billion seconds is 32 years. And that's the difference. Mm. I was so happy that Luton Town have spent 20 million. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're chuffed to bits with it, that. It's incredible. We? And to be fair, like, we're all sitting there saying, oh, wow, we spent 20 million. We never thought we'd see this. No, Even no. in the Premier League, we never thought we'd see that. No. So it's, it's crazy. No, it is differentiate between the two. It's ridiculous. So but when you look at that spend, how can we compete with a team like Chelsea? Well, we, 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 we can't on, on that playing field. Um, but... To a lesser degree, it's what we had in the championship as well. So we overcome mm. this with really good coaching, really good team spirit, know-how, and just maximising everything that we've got. And I'll tell you one thing, sorry, Steve, to jump in. I'll tell you one thing we do have over Chelsea. We've got more spirit in them as well. I'm telling you that now. They have not got the... I'm sorry, that you're telling me all them players that they know each other, they all mm. speak the same language. And not, it's not even down to that as such, but... I, I would be staggered, though, if they weren't going to go for us from mm-hmm. the very first second. Well, they need to. Don't yeah, they? They just, you, you they could think... Upset, wouldn't they? They yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Poch isn't going to allow anything else. He's going to want them really at us because if they can, they, they, they're going to want a seven or an eight, you know, to, to ex- get their season going. Generally, they're expecting to turn up yeah. and just... Roll, well, we've seen over social media over the weekend, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, like, I mean, oh, if that why we're saving ourselves for loot and you like you're in for a good hide and all this sort of stuff. Then, if if there is that level fine, of complacency, yeah. then we've got half chance of of, of sneaking something. But, you know, it's mind blowing that they have just bought uh, Moises Casido for 115 million pounds, <laughs> yeah. which is the cost of our new stadium. <laughs> um, he's just come from Brighton. Are we in trouble with him starting? Mightn't approve a point, Vittori? I don't care, to be fair. I'm not... I'm not if I'm honest, I can't give two bucks if, if he starts or doesn't. Yeah, sorry, if, if I mean. it's not him, it's some other 80-year-old, 80-million-year-old. Yeah. I mean, I'm not being years. funny. Yeah. Enzo Fernandez also cost him 105 million or whatever he did. Casado cost, what, 115, was it you say, Dave? Yeah, 115, 115. Yeah. So and they're not done yet, are they? They're still looking for more players. They like they're going to smash the billion pound mm. transfer oh, at exactly. some point. This is what I'm saying. It's so stupid. But the thing is, like, they've got these players, and I keep seeing it. I know a couple of Chelsea fans. My mate's a Chelsea fan, and he's going to, you know, obviously watch on Friday, clearly. And uh, he's the first to go, oh, you're not going to get stuffed, this and that. We might be shy. We might be, like, not informed, but, you know, you're in for a good hiding. Yeah, well. That, I embrace, I welcome that. That's fine. You can say all that crap because at the end of the day, if we do go and turn them over, we can sit there bragging like that all season. Yeah, but we're going to have this all season and if we stay up, we're going to have it all next season mm-hmm. forever. You know, because well, yeah. of the size of us and where we've come from. So, you know, just water, oh, water oh, off a duck's oh, back, oh, exactly, mate. exactly. Yeah. No, no, like I said, it doesn't bother me in one bit. It's yeah. just like, I laugh because I go, you know when you're sitting in a pub and a few boys are going like, you've got Arsenal fans, you've got Chelsea fans. I hope they're listening to this, by the way. And I think to myself, and I'm sitting there going, you're saying all this stuff, you're disrespecting us. Just wait, because at one mm. point, we will do you at some point. 
And we will score a goal when, like, you'll, we'll make you look embarrassed or whatever. And maybe maybe well, little, little bits little of Luton. what, maybe little bits of what some of our fans were like when we was in the conference first season. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. But but the last time we went to Stamford Bridge, we didn't we didn't let ourselves down. We put no. in a good performance, you know, you know. But well, for yeah, to be fair, know. they scored. I think was it a goal that probably shouldn't have stood as well, and it could have been a bit yeah, tight. Well, yeah. a corner could have got one as, yeah. as well, mm-hmm. couldn't he? To have, yeah. that have made what three two, I think, at the time. But also the the, the home game uh, last season. You know, really pushed them hard, didn't we? Yeah, and you know, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. I think that's the joy of this because you know we go in there and you know we have a free card. We mm. don't have to worry. Everyone expects us to lose. Yeah. So if we lose, it's what they expect. Mm. If we get anything out of this game, we're done. We're good, aren't we? We're going to have plenty of our days, and if if it hit, you know, and there's going to be some unexpected ones. Mm-hmm. If if uh, Friday is one of those unexpected ones, then fantastic. It'd be beautiful, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, Zach Neal on Twitter mentioned, and, and Jacob, producer Jacob, put this up for us that uh, the midfield for Chelsea, Fernandez, <laughs> 107 million, Casido, 115 million. How do you pronounce his name? Romeo Lavia. Romeo. Yeah, I just wanted to be careful. Uh, 58 million. Total of their midfield, 280 million pounds. 280 million pounds. Jesus. This is mad. Uh, we have Chong on four. We have Ross Barkley, three. And Nakamba, three. Potentially. We don't know that. Too, yeah, but, but yeah. you know, if you take that. So what, we're playing three in midfield, are we? Yeah. Wow. Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, seven million. You know, seven million is outstanding for Luton Town. Let's be fair, yeah. outstanding. Romeo Levy, he's the one that's just signed as well from Southampton, isn't he? He went, got relegated. Like, don't get it wrong. I'm not saying he's not because he is quite a good player. But obviously, like I say, fifty-eight million pounds as well. Like he could be an absolute flop as well. Don't forget that they could be spending this money. They could be absolute shite. When you that's think all I will say. Be a shame, wouldn't it? When they oh, recruit yeah. so many new players, does it take time for all them to gel together to make sure you know that they're going to be the team? That you want them to be? Are they going to be individual players for a bit? How does that work? You, you would hope it, that they've got a level of intelligence and ability that they should gel quickly. But I mean, is um, Pochettino already discarding some of the previous purchases because of of how he wants to play and who he wants to play? So there could be some very new players there that aren't even going to feature for him anymore. It's always worrying when the window's still open. You know, they might get three, four, five more other players. And, you know, we, we're not going to compete on a level with Chelsea ever. Well, no. not, not in the short term. Maybe sometime in the in the future, we might be at a level where you might go and go, well, 100% we're Well, better. you look how Brighton have yeah. progressed. I was going to say, Brighton, yeah. Brighton, Brentford, yeah. um, and people like, even Crystal Palace this year looked mm. a bit okay at the start. Um, but for us to spend 20 million is a dream. Mm. Do we need to spend a bit more? Do, could we spend a bit more of our money and, and maybe bring a couple more players in, Batara? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the uh, financial situation in the club is, but look, all I do know is we need some defensive re- uh, reinforcements because we are struggling at the back. I think we're looking at Osho out for a little while. I think Berkshire's coming back, but, but like yeah. you say, you can't, like, no. with all due respect, he, yeah. he's injury prone, we know that. I don't yeah. think he's ever like, played more than three successive games. No, we've spoke about him, haven't we, plenty? But look, I mean, Dan Potts, out for f- two, three months. Mm. I think so. so he plays, so technically playing a back three, Mads Anderson, Tom Lockyer, and Amari Bell, who really is a left wing back by trade, but, you know, plays mm. centre-half for us. The only three that are fit. Lack of pace, central defence mm. concerns me big time. We massively need to, like, recruit in the defensive department. Do you think that the break in, in the, just a, even just a one-week break 
will be good or bad for our good. team. Good. good. Why do you say good? Because of, of the injuries. It's a week closer and it's a week that, you know, maybe you can get a couple of players back or, you know what I'm saying? Hind- hindrance for me. You reckon? Yeah, massively, because they've been stewing over that result uh, at Brighton. You bet your ass they'd have wanted to have got on with another, got another game under but their at belt. At the same time, do you not think they can like maybe take the week out and rather than sort of like you know playing a game or train as hard? <laughs> well, well, they, they, they look at like situations, a lot of videos, they analysts like analyze a lot of stuff. I know, yeah. it's, it's, I know it's completely different today. I don't know what your opinion is. Yeah, they, you might think something different. Well, but we did actually play a game behind closed doors, didn't we? We played Arsenal, Arsenal it? Yeah. Um, I think it was three thirty-minute halves. It can't be three thirty-minute halves. No, it's got to be thirds, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll get my coat, uh, and we and we we conceded three, and we didn't score. Mm. I mean, if you're not scoring in friendlies, oh, should we worry about that? No, no, no. No, it's just an extension of pre-season. That game really, and it? it's just to tick them over, maybe work on a couple of bits. But no. minutes in the legs, no. that's it. Well, look, we're going to get the opinion of uh, Chelsea Fan TV. They've agreed to come on and have a chat with us. Um, yeah, so we're going to have a word with Charlie from Chelsea Fan TV. Excellent. So we're joined by Charlie from uh, Chelsea Fan TV. Charlie, thanks for coming on. Uh, we're just looking for your opinions on Luton Town and all Chelsea. Thanks for joining us. That's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Looking forward to discussing the game. Um, Luton Town, for us, you know, obviously it's all new. Um, everybody expects Luton to be roll over and, and just, you know, be an easy target. What, what's, what's, what, what are Chelsea fans thinking right now about this game? Uh, thinking it's must win because we've not won in our opening two games. Uh, we didn't really follow up on the positive performance against Liverpool, against West Ham. First half, we were decent-ish. Second half, we just didn't turn up. Uh, kind of a few shades of last season, not turning up in the second half of games. And, you know, considering, you know, no disrespect to Luton, this should be a game that Chelsea should be winning. You know, it shouldn't really be a conversation of, our can Chelsea win this game? It should be, like, Chelsea should be winning this game. But football doesn't work like that. And it's something that you guys, I'm sure, will probably come and look to hit us on the break, look to take advantage at set pieces, uh, sit men behind the ball, and the impetus will be on us to try and break you down. Now, that's something that Chelsea have struggled with a lot, is breaking down teams that put men behind the ball. Uh, We don't move the ball quick enough. We often, you know, wait for teams to reset in their defensive shape, and then you're you're back to square. We've got to start moving the ball quickly. We've got to try and break teams down. So I'm expecting a game where we're going to have a large amount of the ball and it's going to be on us to break to break Luton down. Of course, you've got Ross Barkley in the ranks, uh, the Scouser Dan, former Chelsea player. <laughs> um, go, yeah. So, I mean, no, no, knowing, knowing our knowing our luck and our tag as charity FC, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if, if, if he maybe scored. But I'll be honest, I don't know that much about Luton, guys. I'll, I'll be real. Um, like, I, was, I, was, I was at the playoff final at Wembley uh, last season. Great nice. game, enjoyed it. Thought you boys played very well, particularly second half. Um, but I don't know an awful lot about Luton, to be honest. For the 4-1 game against Brighton, I watched the highlights. It probably wasn't a 4-1 game. Um, probably didn't do enough to win, sure. But a few late goals, it was. It did this, it, for me, it wasn't a 4-1 game. But, you know, you've, you've added some some Premier League experience in Tim, in Tim Krull between the sticks, who's an experienced goalkeeper. That That's going to be helpful. I said, Ross Barkley, if you can get him back playing anywhere near his best, he, he's, he's going to be he's going to be a useful asset. Um, but other than that, I don't know too much about Luton. Um, I think Rob Edwards, the manager, I think Rob Edwards' is name, yeah, Rob Edwards, the manager, former Watford uh-huh. guy, I think he's done a fantastic job there. Um, I think it's I think it's great for the Premier League that Luton are here. Um, you know, I don't think anyone would have expected it coming through every single 
rung of the of the ladder in in in, in uh, English football. It's it's a great it's a great thing to see. But I'll be honest, I'd love Luton to stay up because it'd be a great story. But I think the reality of the situation is, and I'm sure you guys might would you'd love to disagree, but it probably is the reality of the situation <laughs> is that yeah. everyone's going to everyone's expecting you to go back down. Um, that's what we thrive you, off. We love like, it. But thrive, again, underdog status. It, you know, you, you just never know. But I think. For me, if Luton are going to stay up, like with a lot of promoted sides, you have to pick up a lot of your points at home. And Kenilworth Road is going to be a tricky place to go. Um, you know, it's, it's a unique ground in that sense. Um, and you're going to have to get as many points on the board at home as you possibly can. You saw it with Nottingham Forest last season. Shocking away record, mm-hmm. but picked up a lot of points at home. And I think if Luton are going to have any chance of staying up, then it has to be you've got to pick up a lot of points at home. No, you're right. You're it's right. simple as that. I mean, look, we're, we're under no illusion. We know this, right? We know that we're in for a tough season. It's going to be, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a fun ride, though. It's, it's tough, yeah, look, but fun. You we've, know? we've said many times we're going to enjoy the ride. We're going to enjoy the ride, and you know, as fans, we know that this is a tough ask for our club, but we shouldn't be frightened by it no. because in the past we've 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 performed quite well. Um, you're right about the Brighton result. To be fair, I was at the stadium, and you know, if we'd have finished two one, we'd have walked away from that. Going, do you know what? We gave it a good shout. We would, we gave him, we gave him a horrendous goal. If you think about, you know, Pelly, it was horrendous. But I walked away, and I wasn't, I wasn't too over bothered about it. If, if that makes sense, I'm more worried about Friday night though, because I feel that Chelsea are on, as you said, slump. You know, it? Yeah, no, it's not known. I don't, I don't think it's slump. But I'm not being fu- sorry, Dave. Sorry, I don't want to jump in here. But I'm, you boys have won five in your past thirty-one, I believe, and it's yeah, not, no, it's it not is. looking it good is for not, them. Like I'm it not, is, it, you know. But what I would caveat that with is that all all 29 of those games were last season. And I would like to think that we are a, a different proposition this season. Obviously, the results and the points on the board don't mm. show that. But the two performances that we've seen so far, the, 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 the game against Liverpool and certainly like the first half against West Ham was pretty much better than anything we saw last season. So I, I take your point. I totally get it. And that is the reality. We've won five and 31. But... We are better than that. Look, is it a slump? It's like we're, Chelsea is always not too far from the media. With the money we've spent, it's like we don't win it's a football team match. as well. You've like, changed your whole like, team. Oh my God, we're, we're a disaster. All this money's a waste yeah. or whatever. Fact is, we lost against West Ham. All right, we probably shouldn't have done. But, you know, there's encouraging signs there. And look, it should be a game that we that we do win. But it's, it's, it's going to be hard. And if I was Luton, I'd be looking forward to it. It's what these guys have worked all their life for. It's what the fan is what the fans are looking forward to. You know, getting to go to the big grounds, see uh, your, your team in action against top players. Um, and you know, you should, you should be looking forward to them. And I suppose I mean, you might you might tell me differently, but I guess when you're looking at the fixtures when you come up as a newly promoted side and you're thinking away at the big clubs, you're thinking this is a free hit. We're not expecting to get any points from yeah, this game. Yeah. Uh, anything we do get is a bonus. So there's no reason to, to uh, uh, approach it for me in a defensive mindset. Just go and play your game because no one's expecting you to get anything anyway. So you might as well go for it and you just never know what could happen. I think you're totally right there. We, we're coming on Friday night thinking, you know, we're going to have a great... We're gonna, as fans, we're going to have a great time. That's the first thing. The club itself, we know, are not going to come and roll over. We know that. But it's a difficult proposition. So you're right, it's a free hit for us. It's a free hit against you guys. It's a free hit where we play Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United. It's a free hit. The ones that we've got to worry about are the Wolverhampton Wanderers, the Evertons, and and those people, Sheffield United. We need to get points from those. So if we get anything from Friday, we will be happy. But I just have this little worry at the back of my mind that 
if we if we yeah, if we get I'm done afraid. if if we come to your to Stamford Bridge and all your players perform to their capabilities because we know they're class players and we you know we 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 do know that uh, we could be on you know the end of a right big battering and that would that would frighten me a little bit more. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think that when you're when there's such a big golfing class on paper, not as, like when you're going into a game, I think it's really important. Like even if you lose, right? Losing 1-0, losing 5-0, yes, you've still lost, but it's not the same. It's a psychological impact that an absolute hammering mm-hmm. can have on the team going right. going into going into the in, into the next few games. If you go and give a good account of yourself and you lose one or two nil, you nick a goal and you lose two one. You, you, you've lost fine. You haven't got any points on the board, but you feel a lot better about things than if and you like. We went there, we competed. This bodes well for the season. But if you go there, you get rolled over, and you're thinking, "Jesus, I'll, I'll, I'll be good enough for this level." Like, not I'm not saying that you're not, but you know that those thoughts start going through your mind, and you think we could be in for a long a long season here. So I think it's really important that you know you come, you you play your game, uh, play the football that's got you here in the first place. As I said, it's a free hit, and just make sure that I think from a psychological point of view, just make sure that you know it. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be a hammering by any accounts. We still don't have an awful lot of goals in the team, but you know, if maybe try and keep it to two or three if, if we're if we're going down that sort of trail of conversation. But I, I don't I don't expect it to be a hammering by any accounts. No, I mean, like, like you say, I think you're being real, obviously realistic there as well. Like you know, it's two football teams on the day. Whatever happens, happens. Obviously, like we you know, if, if you turn up or you don't, or we turn up and you, whatever. Anyway, irrelevant. What I will say is, that, say about obviously like um, obviously teams like obviously Luton coming up, a lot of the mentality as well with obviously like you know opposition fans and stuff like that. Obviously we we've been on the uh, probably like the other side of it, going oh, Luton are shite, this and that. We're we're, we're terrible. I've had it all weekend by the way in the pub. People going, yeah, oh, I can well, imagine. Oh, what, you come down to the pub, you come down to the pub to watch Luton. What's the point? You can get battered. I'm thinking, oh, do you know what? It's a football match. It doesn't it does not yeah. matter what happens. I will just be proud as long as we show up and turn up. Might lose a game. We probably will lose a game, but as long as we turn up, I don't care. But I know, obviously, your expectations are a lot different. This is this is where, it be, like, you know, it becomes a bit of a, a crazy one because, obviously, you know, you're used to winning things, obviously, European trophies, this and that. We're used to winning League One, conference, conference champions. You'll never ah, see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So all the West Ham tossers that sing, "Oh, we've won the Conference League." Have you? Yes, we have actually. We've won the fucking Conference National League. Yeah. In England, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stick one up to yeah, yeah, yeah but it. it's. I think the real is the realization is that we've stepped up, and I think I found this when I went to Brighton uh, at the weekend. Uh, previously, um, I was shocked, and I shouldn't have been shocked really because I'm a football fan. I watched the Premier League, but I was shocked at the difference between where we were and where we are now. Yeah, and it was like, oh my god, if this was Manchester City today, we would have probably lost eight nil. That's how I felt. Um, I think we were unlucky at Brighton. I don't think it should have been a 4-1. So what I'm thinking about Chelsea is that, you know, they've got a big history and you can't be this bad all of the time. You can't be that bad. You know, Chelsea are not a bad team. They've got some fantastic players. They spent a lot of money on players. Uh, Gacido, obviously, is is your man that everybody's, you know, rubbing their hands together. And then did he make make a mistake at the weekend? Yeah, he gave a penalty away. (laughs) Yes. He he didn't... didn't, to be honest, it was a shocking debut. He played 25 minutes and it was awful, but that's not, and obviously everyone's going to jump on that and they're going to be loving it. But do you know what I mean? That's not a representation of him as a player. And I think as Chelsea fans, we know that this guy is going to be good for us. He's a top player. There's so much room for potential there. But yeah, look, I mean, 
expectations, of course, is to win. And, you know, we lost far too many times last season. It was an, it was an absolute disaster. But, like, for me, I think the most important thing is, yes, the results are really important, but I want to see application from, from, from the team. And as a fan, like last season, going to oh, I missed, missed three games in the Premier League last season, home and away. The bit, the one thing that's annoying as a fan is when you travel all over the country, you pay your money and you don't get application from the team. I'm not saying I'm not saying we're going to win every week. We're not. But every time you step on that pitch, give a hundred percent, and that and, and that and that's all that's all you can ask for. I know we're not going to win every football match. Every team is not going to win it every must, game. It must be frustrating as well when they get like. I mean, look, being respectful as well, but they're getting paid like hundred, two hundred, three hundred grand yeah. a week as well, and that's what. Can I swear? Can I? Like, I mean, I'm not going to do it. No, now. you can't no, say it's our podcast. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> can, I, can I say? Can I swear, Dave? No, no but no, I'm going to say I'm, be, I'm being good. But no, what I will say, we really like you know do my sculling. <laughs> If a player's getting paid 200, 300 grand a week, right? Which, you know, your boys are getting paid that. Yeah, and they're not are, yeah. showing up and they're sitting there, they're walking around. I'll tell you what, if there's a player like Luton like that, it would not happen. I'll tell you what, Tari, they'd be run out of the ground for but that. But Tari, a point, the point that Charlie's just made there is, is true of any team at any level. Mm-hmm. If you're going and you're you're getting making the effort to go to the stadium no, of course, of course. and you're going yeah, to yeah. an away game or you're going to home game and they come out and they're not putting 100% in, if they lose after you put 100% in, you go, okay, we were second Fine, best yeah. today. But when they turn up and despite what they're being paid, I mean, don't put the effort in. Yeah, that's when you get a bit despondent. And this is what I hope with with us to be fair on on Friday, that that we literally put the effort in. If we don't win, but we put that effort in, great. We'll still and, be proud. Even if it was, it, and let's even be back real- in League Two, we were still proud. We can we the game can we just well. be a little bit realistic? When I said if we don't win. That's <laughs> I've got to be honest. It's a little but, bit. But, but I think, like for Luton, it shouldn't be a problem for players not turning up and not being up for it. These guys have worked for it their entire life to get into the Premier League and True. play in the Premier League. Every game should be a privilege and an honour for them. So you, they like they should always be turning up. And they disrespect to Luton, but this could be an opportunity for guys to put themselves yeah, yeah. in the shop window potentially right. as well. Like that's just the reality of the situation is that if these guys come in, apply themselves, have a good season, there's an opportunity for other Premier League teams to potentially pick up some of the players. So for me, there Hopefully shouldn't not. be an application issue at, at Luton Town with the players. Like, you know, this is what you've worked your entire life for. You're Premier League footballers now. Go out and enjoy it. You know, you're living the dream. And so there, there should there shouldn't be any reason for players not to be up for it. So look, there'll be there'll be tough moments for Luton this season, absolutely. But yeah. I think, you know, the, 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 I'm sure the fans will, but the players just got they just got to enjoy yeah, it. No, you're right. I mean, look, we we know as fans, right? We we know every single week, right, barring maybe three games a season, Luton always show up hundred percent, if not even more. Like you say, applying yourself and obviously, you know, doing the right things and making sure you're passionate about your club. I feel like as a as a club, I'd say our module is to like you know to get players in that do a job. They they're committed one hundred percent. There's no bad like bad attitude, nothing like that. And that's the reason we've done so well in recent years. And Dave, I'm sure you would agree with well, this. Well, you're talking about togetherness. And yeah, we, it's we amazing. That, yeah, we had that discussion before. I I've got uh, a couple of Brentford uh, fans who said to me, uh, every game they win is like winning a cup final. Because, you know, that's it. And for us, every game for us this season, and it's going to sound a bit yeah. bizarre, but it, it's like a cup final. You're going to go there. We're going to come to Chelsea on Friday and we're going to do our best. If we win, fantastic. If we don't win, we'll have a good time. If we get a draw, it's like a win as well. If we get a draw, it's like a win as well. If we get anything out of the game, we'll be happy. We're under no illusions as fans that how difficult our task is. What annoys me more than anything else is that everyone's written us off before we kicked a ball. 
you know, yeah. and I think that's disappointing. But yeah. that's football fans for us because we're a little loop. We've got a tiny ground. But we embrace it. Though. We've got a tiny ground, although it's not the smallest in the football league right now. It's not the fall. It's not the smallest in the Premier League either. So you know, Bournemouth have that mm-hmm. still. Um, chuck that one in there. Yeah. Sorry, well, I have to chuck that in because we put extra seats in. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Um, if we think about the game on Friday night, we also we all know that you're going to expect Chelsea to win, right? And so if, if I had to ask you, and I hate asking for predictions because I never give them myself, ever, oh, although I, unless I'm forced into it, what do you think it's going to go? How do you think it's going to go? Uh, well, I mean, look, we've struggled for goals. It's, we, we're going to have to break down. We're going to have to break you boys down. But look, reality of the situation is we have to win this game as simple as that. We've got the quality of the players to, to, to win the game. So we just have to turn up, play our stuff. And I think, look, if we play what anything like what we've played in the first couple of games, in terms not the whole game, but in terms of taking the, the sort of 75 minutes from Liverpool where we, we, we dominated and you take the first half against West Ham, if we can put that together as a, as a performance or hit near that level, then we should win. We should win that. We should win. The, we should win the game. I mean, look, prediction's always tough. I mean, there's not many goals in this team. It'll be a real confidence boost if we could score three or four. Um, of course it would, but do I expect that? No, because the reality is and you know that we don't have a lot of goals on the side at this point in time. So I mean, I'll be real, I think Chelsea maybe win two nil, but again, I, I, I would take any win right sorry, now. Sorry, just, mate, you said you're being real though. You said you're being mm-hmm. real. Chelsea winning 2 yeah. 0. You're being real. No, mate, come on. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Come on, Bataro. We, no, we, we know. No, it, come yeah. on, Bataro. I think if we if we if we lost 2 0, I think I might walk away from that and go, do yeah. you know what? We've probably put in a good shift. And then my heart says, don't lose. But my head says it's gonna be difficult. Mate, I'm actually gonna be very I'm, brick, I'm slightly bricking it. I'm going to I'm actually going to the pub because I, I didn't get a ticket, unfortunately. The, your system crashed and whatever. I'm gonna put it out there. So I'm actually going to a, to a pub and watch it with a friend who's a Chelsea fan. So that's going to be fun. Well, be enjoyable experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually every away game as well, like most. But you know, it's it's a bit tough this season. But anyway, whatever. But, well, yeah. I'm at the bridge on 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 Friday, and right, mate, you got tickets. Yeah, sorry. I got tickets. Yeah, yeah, sorry, mate, yeah. Should have planned better, Baltaro. Let's be seeing. Um, if we come away with anything, it'll be amazing. Um, we're under no illusions. Um, let's just hope it's a great game. And that we can take something from it, whatever the result. I mm-hmm. think that's how I look at it. And I think going forward, our next four games are more important after Chelsea because those are the ones that we need to get points from. Um, Charlie, well, until we get points against these lot, and then you say, well, yeah, no, but, listen, yeah. no, Bataro, stop it. No, I'm dreaming now. I'm dreaming. If we walk away from Stamford Bridge with anything, I will be very, very happy. If we walk away with nothing and it's not been a walkover, I'll be fairly happy. But if we get trounced, yeah. I will start to panic. And I, so that's where I am. And he probably one. will cry. Yeah, I probably will He's cry. He's an emotional man. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, goodness me, you've had too much beer tonight. Uh, Charlie, listen, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for joining us on the Owen the Town podcast. Um, if we want to see your views uh, of of Luton Chelsea, or Chelsea Luton, should I say, where, where, do, we, where do we look you up? Yeah, so basically, obviously, I do a lot of stuff over on Chelsea Fan TV, and I've got my own channel as well. Just hit six k um, on on YouTube. So Blue Brother CFC is where I do my my own stuff, and I obviously do stuff at Chelsea Fan TV as well. So yeah, you can catch me on on, on both those channels. Thank you so much Thanks. for joining us. Uh, it's been a great chat, and uh, let's hope we have a great game on Friday. But you know, two of us come 
home happier than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's wait and see. But yeah, no, thank you guys. Brilliant. Thanks, mate. Take care. Yeah. Interesting views, but probably not anything we didn't expect them to say tonight on on Chelsea Fan TV. Um, do we have to worry? Do we have to worry? We'd say we don't have to worry about the game. Just got to go and enjoy it. I know, I know a lot of fans didn't get tickets. I get that, and you know, I'm sorry that some people are not getting there. But can we turn them over? Can we do what everyone else thinks we can't? Why can't we? Brentford did it last season. I keep going back to that. Brentford did Man City twice. Why can't we do it? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no such thing as it's, it's, it's not impossible. Football is football. We, you know, what I mean, we go there. Whatever happens on the day, it's well, like, like I say, it's cliche, but mm. whatever happens on the day, and do you deserve it? Maybe not. Yeah, but um, sometimes it just happens. For it to happen, okay. Obviously, we've got to be resolute defensively. And again, Sidwell said what good shape Luton were. They were very difficult to break down. You'd so, like him, so well, because he was he was complimentary. He, he, he actually looked at the Luton game and then commented on it rather than just mm. being a pundit later on. Um, I feel that if we are resolute and we everything goes to our game plan. The Chelsea fans are, are going to start getting a bit fed up with the situation. They could not not turn, but they could be getting a little bit grumpy about it. We could nick one. You know, look at the amount of one nil away wins we've had over the last couple of years uh, against teams that you think, no, nah, no, we're not going to do that. We're yeah. not going to hold on. But we have time and time again. So we've got the experience and the know-how. I know it's a totally different level, but, you know, and things have, several things have got to go in our favour for it to happen. But of course it can happen. But we've got no doubt well. about it. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I'm, I'm a little bit worried, if I'm honest. I think, I think Bataro summed it up a little bit earlier. The backlash they will get if they don't beat us will be immense. They, they've, they've not performed to their absolute maximum over the last couple of games. I mean, you is know, it, the one-one one with Liverpool. But Dave, yeah. is that because they're not good enough? Oh mate, listen. Maybe that's, that's the listen, reason. You can't, maybe you can't say that about that team. <laughs> you literally not? can't. What? Look what, at last what, season. What because of the money that they've spent? Look at last yeah. Dave. Hang on. Well, hang on a minute. Two seconds. Sorry. Last season they spent was it nine like seven hundred million or whatever. So they spent like, like three hundred million this season or four hundred million, right? Mm. They and they like, were mid table, weren't they? And they finished what tenth, twelfth. Something they like were shite last season, right? Not being horrible to them, like their fans, whatever. They pre entitled. They think they're entitled anyway, but don't care. What is to say? that we can't beat him. They spent a billion pounds. Some of them players they've spent a billion pounds on are shit. I'm sorry, they are shit. They've got to fit into a team. They've, they've got all got to buy in. I'm, I'm sure they will all buy into what Pochettino is saying. Well, um, before we move on, because I do want to talk about Tim Crawl, very uh, Crawl, Crawl, whatever you want to call him. Tim. Tim. He was called Tim, yeah. Um, Two goalkeepers, by the way, TK. Thomas Kaminsky and Tim Krull. Yeah, well, good. Crazy. We're not, we're not on that bit yet. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Clever boy. Um, it just goes to my head there as well. I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. I did say to, um, again, I'm on the 12th fan, fan podcast, um, which is a Premier League podcast, where you get fans from every Premier League team. And I did say there on the other day that, you know, um, this is a real six-pointer for Luton Town. We're only a point behind them. And uh, <laughs> if, we, if we can get that if we can get that win, that would be fantastic. They're currently 15th in the league. Yeah. Um, we can dream. I think we've got to leave it there. I'm not going to go ask you for score predictions because, you know, we could be way out on that one. we just got to hope that everybody who goes gets behind the team and no matter what happens, you know, get on them, get behind them and let's hope that we can pull off a shock because it will be a shock for most of the rest of the league if it, we do it get will. To the football world, it will be a shock, but it's well within our capabilities mm-hmm. if everything goes our way. 
So well, unless you're a Premier League fan looking at us going, they think it's not capable. We're not capable, know, sorry. Here's the other thing, right? I mean, it's a sold-out game at Chat- Stamford Bridge. Um, but they get a lot of tourists in, don't they, as well, for, for their games. And there'll be, there'll be a day when we've got our stadium and the tourists will want to come and see us if we're, the, if we're still in the division. So let's just make sure we don't let ourselves down. We've got to just put ourselves out there, do the best we can. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being defeatist. I think it's going to be really, really, really tough. But there's always that chance that it might go right for us on the day. Absolutely. But it also might be the opposite of that. And I might be travelling home from London sick as a parrot because of the amount of beer I've drunk. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on. Um, we brought in another player. Our, our is it our tenth new signing of the summer season of the, of this season? Um, got any thoughts about him coming in, Bataru? What's him crawl? Yeah, I'm really happy about this one. Growing up, massive massive Tim Crawl fan. <clears throat> I'm sure obviously Luke will remember that. Hope he does anyway. I don't have a twat, but yeah. <clears throat> no, brilliant goalkeeper. He's uh, former Dutch international as well. Had a great tournament, I believe. Was it 2014? Bought him on as the penalty mm. specialist, didn't they? Yeah, that's it. And he was always known as, yeah, he always used to say penalties. And a very good goalkeeper. Played for Newcastle as well in the Premier League. So he's not like, he's no slouch. I mean, he's a good keeper. We know this. I think Two good keepers now. The, I think the pleasing thing Three is, yeah, that the whole sorry. goalkeeping department has been upgraded, upgraded significantly. Uh, and we've got um, a good amount of Premier League experience with Crawl in there as well. Yeah. So again, uh, Kaminski and he, he, even, even the goalkeeping coaches can sort of you know feed off off his experiences. Um, Norwich fans talk really, really highly of him. So he's obviously another model pro that fits exactly what we're after. So yeah, um, it's really. I think it'd be really, really close. I think Crawl. Might start the the Gillingham game, so oh, well, that's I, fair. Uh, yeah, I think it's very very close between the two of them, and it could be something that through the season, as form dips and that, because they're both going to be busy, you could see that uh, position change throughout the season. It's a bit like um, going back to the old days for me when we had uh, Ray Clements and Peter Shorten fighting for the, go- the goalkeeping thing. Not, not at Luton, no England. <laughs> oh, uh, England. I was going to say, Luton, no. yeah, <laughs> but. Um, Sure. Not, by the way, I'm not comparing them to those two. Clements for me every day, by the way. Yeah, okay, yeah, because Chilton couldn't jump no. higher than a cigarette. <laughs> no, I couldn't have no. often. Um, so I was, I was about to ask, but I think you've already said, so I'll ask Pataro, does Kaminsky take our number one jersey all of the time? Oh, all of the time, no. Is he your first pick? No, not even. I mean, look, it's, we're one game in, right? For me, Kaminsky starts the next league game against Chelsea f- mm. because of obviously his performance. So, so it's his to lose. It's yes, his shirt to at lose. At the moment, he was the first one in. He had a good game, a solid good game against Brighton, sorry. So therefore, I don't think you can change that. No, it's his to lose. Yeah, like you say, yeah, it is. So, but look, I mean, at some point in the season, Tim Crow will come in. There's no doubt about it. I, I'm not doubting it. I don't know if you gents will doubt it, but no, he, this no. guy. I know, well, put it this way, I know more about Crawl than I do Kaminsky. Watch Crawl a lot of times. I know he's 35 now. That's irrelevant in goalkeeping terms. He is for goalkeeper. Irrelevant yeah. in terms of goalkeeper, but very good goalkeeper. Massive fan. Kaminsky, don't know too much about, but we're going to see a bit more Kaminsky upcoming, so yeah. I can see Crawl um, bossing the defensive line um, quite a lot as well, mm. really helping them out, but you know, positionally, et cetera, et cetera, letting them know what's mm-hmm. going on. So yeah, I can see him being a real asset we did ask uh, you guys uh, on our social media uh, what do you think of 
Tim Kroll coming in and uh, is he going to start ahead of Kaminsky? And Joe says, great business, proven Premier League quality, experiencing massive games and adds competition in a vital area. Dave, the recruitment team are being smart with this signing. He should give Kaminsky a good bit of competition. There's that word again. All we need now is a Premier proven striker and a centre-back and I think we'll be okay. Gareth says, if he starts, he's going to be a busy goalkeeper this season. But his experience for me gives us more of a good chance to stay up. Uh, Johnny, he has some serious experience which we need at this level and he should push Kaminsky to get even better. Ellen? Mm. That's, he, yeah, sorry, that, yeah, go sorry go that there is something about obviously pushing Kaminsky to get better. There you go, that is hitting now on the head there for mm. me. Yeah. Ellen says, uh, he starts in front of Kaminsky. I feel like his experience at this level will make us go to that next level and survive. Uh, Steve, this is not you, is it? No. Just what we needed and he should be strong, calm and influence on our back line, which could be a huge help. And Paul says, uh, a very shrewd and good signing. We've been linked with so many keepers. I'm glad we got this lad in. Mm-hmm. We've got three pretty decent keepers now. Yep. And, and, and the competition can only make each of them better, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. That's what you need. You need it. Like you say, like you go back to was it Johnny's comment there. Serious experience. A serious experience at Premier League level, mm. which will then push Kaminsky, who I'd, I believe hasn't played at Premier League level. I think he's played in Belgium and whatever else and under-21s for them. But I, think, I think the outfield players can take stuff from him as well, though, not just the keepers. You know, I, oh, th- I, think, I think he can help in lots of different areas. Yeah, no, I agree. agree. Yeah. That's it. Well, we'll find out real soon how this is going on. We'll find out how we do against Chelsea real soon as well. And then we've got those two home games coming up, which genuinely I'm so excited about yeah. getting back to Kenilworth Road. Yeah. I want to see what it looks like now. Mm-hmm. We've, we've all seen the drone footage. We've seen the photographs, the leaked photos and everything else. Um, can't wait for that. So I'm assuming you've both got your tickets for Gillingham, right? Yes. Funny you say that. I'm getting it just after this. 80 redials on my phone just to get my grandson's ticket this morning, but there you go. But we're all ready to go. We're yeah. already getting but back. Yeah, I'll Kenilworth be there anyway. I'll be there anyway, 100%. So yeah. next podcast is next Monday. Um, please leave your, your comments and anything else and subscribe again on YouTube if you, if you haven't already. Um, we'll be back next Monday. We'll be talking about, obviously, the aftermath of Chelsea and we're going to preview the Gillingham podcast too. We, we have a guy lined up to come on and talk to us about Gillingham. Um, stay safe, have a great weekend, and let's hope that when we go to London, we come home happy. Good journey, everyone. Oh, to be fair, there's a lot, can I just add as well, next time we speak to you or, you know, speak out on the podcast, we'll be sitting here smiling enough for a 1-0 win or a 2-0 win. So don't See, know. I wasn't going to ask for that, was I? No. But you're going for no, 1-0, no, 2-0, no. Bataro. 1-0, Luton. There you go. You heard it here first. Put your bets on. I'll take bets. 1-0. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>